Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. And uh, we will read from uh, Proverbs, the 23rd chapter. We'll read verses 10 and 11. Proverbs 23, verses 10 and 11. And after that, we'll also read Proverbs 22 and 28. Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, verses 10 and 11. I'm so thankful for the opportunity today to speak to you, to be in the house of the Lord with His uh, faithful, believing, amen, trustworthy, good folks. Amen. And uh, I'm just so glad today that you are here. Amen. I Like you, I wish there were a hundred more right beside you. But the Lord knew who would be here today, and uh, I mean, I believe the Lord is faithful in His Word. He's faithful to His people. Amen. He has something in store for you today. Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, verses 10 and 11 say, Remove not the old landmark, and enter not into the fields of the fatherless. For their Redeemer is mighty, He shall plead their cause with thee. And if you'll turn back one chapter to Proverbs, the 22nd chapter, verse 28, says, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Amen. Let's pray to God. Lord, we thank you today, Lord, for this opportunity to preach the word, to teach. Lord, I pray today that you would open our ears and our hearts. Lord, I pray that your spirit would move in this house. Lord, that the words that are coming out of my mouth, Lord Jesus, would be what you would have in store for us. Lord, I pray that you would do the work that only your spirit can do. Do the things that my words could never do. But God, work in this house today to accomplish that, Lord, which you would have come to pass pray this in the lovely name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want to preach a little while today, preach, teach, a little of both about landmarks. I just want to preach a little while about landmarks. Now, if you've been around Pentecost very long, you've probably heard people preaching or making mention to landmarks. Amen. It's uh, something that I've certainly heard preached many times in my life, but uh, if you are a student of the Bible, you know that the, the idea of landmarks uh, was very important in the time, especially the time of uh, the Hebrews when they came out under the leadership of Joshua and the Lord gave them a fair and goodly land called Canaan. And uh, under Joshua's leadership, the children of Israel, Israel came out of the wilderness and they crossed that Jordan River and they began to conquer the land of Canaan. That was a land that was promised unto Abraham. And God renewed that promise to Abraham's descendants, to Isaac and to Jacob. And, and in the fullness of time, under Moses' leadership, God led them to the edge of the, 
of the uh, Canaan land and, and there was a period of trials and a trying time uh, in their history. But finally they were able to possess the promised land. The Bible calls it a land that was flowing with milk and honey. It was a land though that was not empty. It was a land that had inhabitants already in it. Uh, but in that place, uh, that land of Canaan, it was inhabited by people who, generally speaking, you could call them Canaanites. And they did all sorts of wicked things. They had all sorts of evil uh, ways of worshiping their idol gods. And they had all sorts of, of, of uh, things that they did that was abhorrent to God. In fact, uh, God would not let the, the people of Israel go into Canaan land until the wickedness of the Canaanites was full. And uh, at that time, God sent them forth under the leadership of Joshua to possess the land. And, and they went about a series of wars and conquests. And you can, of course, read all about that uh, in the Old Testament. Um, but the, needless to say... Uh, they eventually possessed the land that God had promised because God always fulfills his promises. And they, they possessed this land and, and they were the beneficiaries of homes that they did not build. And uh, they got to reap harvest that they did not sow. And they got to glean the grapes from vineyards that they did not plant. They got to eat off of olive trees that they had not tended. And the Lord richly blessed them. And so it was as they conquered this Canaan land that the land was divided amongst the 12 tribes of Israel. And from there, uh, the land was parceled out to different family groups. And as they parceled uh, this land out, they set up borders. And, and inside those borders for each tribe, they had fields because they were a very uh, uh, agrarian society. They were people that if they were going to eat, they had to take care of what they had come into possession of. And they had to sow crops. And eventually they had to plant their own vineyards and, and till their own fields. And, and, but the Lord was, uh, was blessing them, but he gave them wisdom. And this wisdom was that as you were dividing things up, you have to set out boundaries. You have to set landmarks. A, a landmark was uh, an object, and oftentimes these objects uh, were may be movable, but they were objects that were meant to define a boundary or a line. Now, if you are to drive today into, crop, into anywhere that raises crops, like uh, if you go into the Delta or if you go up into the Midwest and you see crop fields beside each other, I mean, they, so a lot of the bigger tracts of land, they don't even have fences on them because fences are expensive to build and maintain. But a lot of times you'll see old tree lines that denotes where a property line is. There, there's a marker there because the farmers have to know what their field is and where their neighbor's field begins. Uh, and in the ancient times of Israel, they would have something on the border line or on the property line marking a boundary. It may be a stone that was set or it may be a post but oftentimes these things were movable. They were movable. It was something that if you put some effort into it, you could slide it over. Okay? So um, there, there, there were boundaries and there were properties uh, that could be used. And today we'll use this basket as this is going to be our landmark. Is that okay? 
this is our landmark today. So they would have a, a landmark that was here. And that landmark was set by the forefathers. And that, that landmark was not to be moved to the left. It wasn't to be moved to the right. It was there for a purpose and for a reason. The scripture that I read to you from Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, remove not the old landmark and enter not into the fields of the fatherless. I was contemplating this this morning and, and, um, and thinking about why does it mention the fatherless? As an agrarian society, the men would be out in the fields mostly doing the, the planting and the harvesting and the, the manual labor of the field work. But if it came to a time that the father passed away and you had a, a young man, come here, Brody, you can come up here this morning. You can help me preach. And let's say this over 